The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What is good, everybody? I'm Rob Stats Guerrero, and welcome to SB Nation's Sunday Late Night Wrap-Up, brought to you by DraftKings. This is the show where you will find out exactly what happened in every game that was played on Sunday. But before we do, we want to remind you that DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That is code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Normally, we would start with Sunday Night Football, and we had a surprising game there, but we have to begin with Lions and Cardinals, where Detroit jumped out to an early 10 to nothing lead in this one and kept their foot on the gas in the second quarter. Off looking, looking, throwing, deep right side, wants Reynolds, got him, end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! Oh baby, what a dart! Goff to Reynolds, who got the inside position on Byron Murphy, and the Lions have found the end zone again. Dan Miller on WXYT 97 won the ticket. That touchdown made it 17-zip Lions, and they would go on to blow out the Cardinals 30-12 for their second win of the season. And Say what you want about Jared Goff, but he knows how to beat Cliff Kingsbury. Goff is now 4-0 against Cliff in his career and 8-1 overall against the Cardinals. Arizona could have clinched a playoff spot with this win, but as Kyler Murray said after the game, quote, they were hungrier than us. We didn't come out prepared, and it showed. The loss is Arizona's first on the road this season and drops them to 10-4 and on the year. Since starting 7-0, and the Cardinals have lost four of their past seven games. Let's stay atop the NFC now as the number one seed Packers were in Baltimore to face the Ravens without Lamar Jackson, but this was still a really good game. The Ravens were down in the fourth quarter, but backup Tyler Huntley led the team to 13 points. But if he wanted the lead... He'd need to cash in two more on the two-point conversion. Snap to Huntley, rolls right, throws right side of the end zone, and it's incomplete, incomplete. Right corner of the end zone in front of the pylon, and incomplete. The Packers are going to hang on and win this game. Wayne Larravee on the Packers radio network on the call. The Ravens get stopped on a two-point conversion in the final minute for the second time in three weeks. And that gives the Packers a 31-30 win. Green Bay becomes the first team to punch their ticket to the playoffs and clinch their division. They capture the NFC North. Also, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. His three touchdown passes tied in with Brett Favre on the Packers' all-time list. Rodgers has thrown 13 touchdowns and no picks 
over his last four games. Baltimore, meanwhile, has lost three straight and would fall into a tie with Cincinnati if the Bengals could beat the Broncos. So let's check in on those Bengals now who were in Denver. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins could not get anything going, but that left a door open for Tyler Boyd in the third quarter. The Bengals don't huddle. They snap it to Burrow, throws downfield for a wide open boy, catches at the 30, great yeah. jump cut, back toward the middle of the field yeah. to the 10, the nice. 5, touchdown! Nice. Bengals, a 56-yard answer, Joe Burrow to Tyler Boyd, and the Bengals are back in front. Dan Horde on Cincinnati's ESPN 1530 and the Bengals radio network. Cincy took the lead there and held on for good after stripping Drew Locke of the ball inside the 10-yard line with just under 11 minutes to go. They get the 15-10 win to move into a tie for the AFC North lead. I did say Drew Locke there because starting quarterback Teddy Bridgewater was injured on a scramble in the third quarter. He was put on a backboard and taken to the hospital. Luckily, he did have movement in all his extremities. He will stay there overnight for further evaluation. So far, according to head coach Vic Fangio, everything has checked out well. Let's finish our look at the AFC North now with Pittsburgh and Tennessee. The bad news for the Steelers was that their offense would only gain 168 yards on the day. The good news was that the defense would force four total turnovers and stop the Titans on fourth down with 34 seconds left to secure the 19-13 win. Tennessee ran for 202 yards and controlled possession for more than 39 minutes in the game, but they also turned the ball over on three straight drives in the second half. That gives them 13 turnovers in their last four games. They now fall to 9-5 and five, while the Steelers' playoff hopes are still alive at 7-6-1. and one. Let's go to the NFC now where the Saints offense didn't have much, but thanks to some Bucks injuries and a great effort by their defense, New Orleans didn't really need it. The Saints were clinging to a 6-0 lead and the Bucks were on the move until this happened. Shotgun snap to Brady. He's back to pass. Rush coming. Brady looking. Brady hit. Gets away. Runs to his left. Pump fake. Cuts back to his right. Hit and fumbles the ball. It's rolling loose. Picked up by the Saints inside the 15-yard line. Marshawn Lattimore picked it up after Cameron Jordan knocked it out, and the Saints defense comes up with a big-time play. Ryan Radke and Anthony backed on the call for Westwood 1. The Saints defense forced two turnovers on the day and shut out the defending world champs 9-0 to sweep the season series. And according to NFL research, that's the first time Tom Brady has been shut out since week 15 of 2006. At that time, Brady was 29 years old, Drew Brees was in his first season in New Orleans. And let me see here. What was the other thing? Oh, yeah, that's right. No currently active defensive player had yet entered the NFL. By the way, I mentioned those Bucks injuries earlier. At different points in the game, they lost running back Leonard Fournette and both wide receivers Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Nothing definitive on the injuries yet, but Ian Rappaport of NFL Media said the initial belief is that Godwin sprained his MCL, which will keep him out for at least a few games. The Saints even their record at 7-7, and and the Bucks dropped to 10-4. and Let's go to Santa Clara now, where the 49ers and Falcons were duking it out for one of the final playoff spots in the conference. Atlanta was stopped on the goal line on their first possession of the game, and it was all downhill from there. San Francisco scored touchdowns on four straight possessions and easily handled the Falcons 31-13 to remain as the sixth seed in the NFC. Atlanta struggled near the goal line all day on Sunday, running 13 plays from the 10-yard line or closer without scoring a touchdown. 
They had five plays from the one-yard line and couldn't get into the end zone. Atlanta has lost every game they've played this year against teams that currently have a winning record, and they've been outscored by almost 24 points a game in those five contests. The Bills were at home to take on the Panthers, and even though they've been inconsistent this season, the good Buffalo team showed up on Sunday. They dominated the Panthers 31-13. Josh Allen mostly stayed in the pocket, but still threw three touchdown passes, and Carolina committed stupid penalties that extended three scoring drives for the Bills. Sean McDermott's bunch improves to 8-6 on the year, heading into next week's monster game against the Patriots. The Panthers, by the way, five and nine on the year they have lost four straight and nine of their last 11. In New Jersey the Cowboys needed to win against the Giants to inch closer to a playoff spot and Dallas's defense did not disappoint. Dan Quinn's boys forced four turnovers for the second week in a row and Dallas rolled over the pathetic New York Giants 21 to 6. One of those turnovers by the way was Trayvon Diggs league leading 10th interception of the year which is one away from the team record set by Everson Walls in 1981. The Cowboys also got two more picks and recovered a fumble in their third straight win. The Giants on the other hand have lost three straight and four out of their last five games to drop to four and ten. In Miami, the Dolphins had to gut it out, but they used the Devontae Parker touchdown with about three and a half minutes left to give their fans a nice 31-24 win over the division rival Jets. New York had a chance to come back in this one, but they were stopped on fourth down at their 37-yard line with just over a minute to go in the game. Miami has officially come all the way back from a 1-7 start to win six straight games and even their record at 7-7 on the year. They are just the second team in NFL history to do that. Who was the first, you might ask? Why, that would be the Jets in 1974. Oh, by the way, New York has now lost eight of their last nine games against the Dolphins. And finally, if you were a Jaguars fan hoping for a boost after the firing of Urban Meyer, you were disappointed yet again on Sunday. The Texans won their eighth straight game against the Jags, sweeping their rivals for the ninth time in the last 11 years. The most exciting thing that happened in this one was a fan coming onto the field. In the second quarter, James Robinson was just about to run a short touchdown into the end zone when some dude in a number 16 jersey and a blonde wig runs into the end zone and starts jumping up and down. Trevor Lawrence snaps the ball. Robinson scores, as I said. The fan was quickly met by security, taken into the tunnel, and later arrested for trespassing. Enjoy your night in the clink. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Late Night Wrap-Up brought to you by DraftKings. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please follow the SB Nation NFL show and leave us a five-star rating and a review. It is the best thing you can do to support the show. Enjoy your week, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts.